Welcome to She Critiques, where we discuss the new, the old, all things cinema. I'm Mercedes, television producer, certified reviewer, and all-around movie buff. So without further ado, let's get into this week's episode. On this episode of the pod, I'm talking to none other than the RZA, the RZA man of Wu-Tang Clan. Uh, RZA has, since doing music, dived into film and television and directing and writing and American Saga, The Wu-Tang Story is on Hulu and it really has a lot of buzz and people are truly loving it. I got into the first episodes on season one and I never quite finished it. This episode uh, on the podcast is gearing up talking to Riza about season two of Wu-Tang, The American Saga. If you're a Wu-Tang fan, if you're uh, a fan of the show, then I'm sure you're going to love this part, this episode, speaking with RZA, what I do commend him on is truly completely revamping himself and uh, diving into something foreign and new. And he's actually said multiple times that he's a fan of Quentin Tarantino. And sometimes, and not necessarily in this film, but I know in his his film Cutthroat, RZA does some, some nods to Quentin Tarantino. So I love the fact that he's just a student of film and he's modeling after the greats and uh I can appreciate that. So I nod to Riza who's doing his thing as director of Wu Tang the American Saga. And if you haven't seen it, check it out on Hulu. I plan to get back into it. I just can't make any promises. But y'all let me know if you like it. Check this episode out. Sadie's here with She Critiques. I'm in England. But by way of Atlanta, I'm still repping the A. Rizla, such a pleasure to speak with you. I wanted to know what your vision was for season two and trying to make it different, but still staying true to the story of Wu-Tang. Um, thank you. First, I'd like to point out that I'm an executive producer and creator, co-creator of the show. Uh, me and my partner, Alex C., you know, this show started from a book called The Tao of Wu that was optioned by uh, Brian Grazer. And we thought, you know, instead of making a two-hour movie about Wu-Tang, the story was so full of American life, Black life, young, young people's lives, and we thought that we could just tell our story in a way that reflected not only what we went through in the 90s, but also reflect with a lot of young men and women, uh, especially of color, but as they say, I don't even like using the word of color. Uh, black men and women, but also uh, young people, regardless around the world, right? Everybody got to go through this, um, being a teenager, being a young adult, finding a manhood. So that was one of the purposes behind deciding to tell this story in this fashion. Season two, what it does is we see our characters overcoming their internal struggles with each other and putting something of a higher calling in front of themselves. Uh, and I, I would use that to simplify, taking the, not taking the immediate gain, trading that in for the long-term gain. You know, so I would say the immediate pleasure, put that to the side and let's go for the long-term gain. And the long-term gain uh, you know, will eventually not just save one family, the Diggs family, as in our story, but actually resonate to save dozens of families and even hundreds, if you know the story of Wu-Tang. 
Perfect. Thank you so much. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of She Critiques. I'm your host, Mercedes. You can find me on all platforms at She Critiques. That's C-H-I-C-C-R-I-T-I-Q-U-E-S. And we look forward to the engagement and all the feedback. Take care.